Welcome. This is Dr. Owen Anderson, and this is our weekly devotional. This week, we're going to look at Ezekiel, especially 36, but I want to start in 34. And it reminded me, I, I, I had this Bible I was given when I graduated high school from my pastor. And I liked it because it was one of these cross-reference Bibles. I don't see them as often anymore. This used to be standard, especially in the New Testament for, for the teachings and parables of Jesus. You'd have Old Testament verses uh, referenced where that was being from which that was being pulled. So, for example, the good shepherd, you'd have Ezekiel 34. And this describes uh, God, the true shepherd. Verse 11, for thus says the Lord God. Indeed, I myself will search for my sheep and seek them out. As a shepherd seeks out his flock on the day he is scattered, he, on the day he is among his scattered sheep, so I, will I seek out my sheep and deliver them from all the places where they were scattered on a cloudy and dark day. I will bring them out from the peoples and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land. I will feed them on the mountains of Israel, in the valleys and in the inhabited places of the country. I will feed them in good pasture. And their fold shall be on the high mountains of Israel, says the Lord God. So you have this picture of the good shepherd who goes and look, looks for his sheep and brings them back when they're scattered. They've gone astray. This also reminds me of that piece of music by that name, by Bach, that we played at our wedding. And the idea of uh, uh, sheep grazing peacefully. That picture of the good shepherd taking care of his people. But why are they been scattered why have they gone astray for that we turn to 36 and it speaks then of the renewal of israel he says so i scattered them among the nations and they were dispersed among the countries because in verse 18 therefore i poured out my fury on them for the blood they'd shed in the land and for their idols with which they had defiled it so you'll see this theme that they turn to idols. They turn to misrepresentations of God. It doesn't, idols could be other gods or misrepresentations of God. They turn to those. And so they were scattered. And that's something I want to want to start getting our mind on. It's very customary for us to speak about the clarity of God's existence. I want to also speak about the clarity of God's providence. God's providential rule in individual lives and in a nation and between nations is also clear, and we should be able to see it and witness to it. And we're seeing that done here in Israel. They've been scattered because of their idolatry. God does judge the nations. God works in the history of the world to chastise, discipline, and cleanse of sin. And why had he done this? Here's the key to God's, the clarity of God's providential rule. Because I had concern for my holy name which the house of Israel had profaned among the nations, wherever they went. Imagine that had profaned among the nations, wherever they went, rather than going around and, and witnessing, making disciples of all nations, they're going around profaning the name of God, wherever they went. Therefore say to the house of Israel, thus says the Lord God, I did not do this for your sake, O Israel, but for my holy name's sake, which you have profaned among the nations, wherever you went, repeating that I will sanctify my great name, which has been profaned among the nations. Now, remember how we pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. This is what we're meant to pray for, that God's name would be hallowed. And, and here we see that direct influence. We should be making that our prayer. Let it be known to you, be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O Israel. 
What if, what if nations repented and turned back to God? Nations might have complaints about each other. And they might say, I've been unfairly treated by my neighbor. And that could be true. Sometimes it's over, overplayed. But the truth of the matter is they haven't been kind to their neighbors either. And the truth of the matter is that they have, they have uh, profaned the name of God. So what if the nations repented of that? What God says here is, I will take you from among the nations, gather you out of all countries, and bring you into your own land. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you shall be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. And pay attention to this, verse 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you. I will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh. I'll put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes, and you will keep my judgments and do them. Think of John chapter 3, where Nicodemus comes to Jesus and asks how to be saved. And Jesus says, you must be born again. Have a new heart. That's taken from right, right here. And Moses also said that circumcise your hearts, not your flesh. You have a heart of stone. And then it says, I will deliver you from all your uncleanness. That's the clarity of God's providential rule, working to give us a new heart. We need one. In our old ways, we will complain and, and grumble and, and talk about how unfair or unjust history has been. But we ourselves have contributed to that and, and have been scattered from God. And so we need a new heart to repent before God, not, not primarily uh, before others, but before God. Repent for idolatry. And then we need to be cleansed on top of that. Cleansed from all of our old ways and taught how to keep the commands of God. And so that's what he says, be ashamed and confounded, O Israel. But thus says the Lord, on that day, I will cleanse you from all your iniquities. So there's a promise of that. And the promise that they will be restored, they will be given a new heart, and they will be cleansed. And so we see that coming down even to us today. We need a new heart. People need a new heart. And many times, those who claim to worship God, those who claim to be teaching about God, have actually profaned the name of God among the nations. And the nations curse God because of them. And they should be ashamed, and those who have done that, profane the name of God, should be ashamed and confounded and repent of that and, and look to God, uh, who is a good shepherd, who does go after the lost sheep, and who will do this for his own name's glory. And that's our prayer, hallowed be thy name.